On this episode of the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast, we want to talk about a huge opportunity for new and upcoming realtors. Welcome to the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast. Listen as each episode explores ideas and tactics that real estate professionals can use to get more clients and make more money. Here are your hosts, Paul Polson and Val Lebrecht. I want to talk about something that I see happening in the real estate market right now, and I think a bunch of realtors are going to kick their ass years from now that they're letting this opportunity slide by. All right. Okay. So as everybody knows, we're going through this really tough pandemic right now. And a side effect of that is that the real estate market is going not so crazy bananas. Yeah. People are moving and there's a lot of places that the the market is just hot, 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 hot as it's ever been like a once in a lifetime market, a lot of these places. Right. And what we're seeing in our market that I'm going to guess is translating to markets all across Canada is that established realtors, the big deal realtors, they're taking their foot off the marketing pedal. And for one of two reasons, I think that they're, if they're really involved with their marketing, they're so busy with transactions that they just don't have time to keep up with marketing. And marketing is one of the things that falls through the cracks. The other thing that might be happening is these realtors are thinking houses are selling. I've got lots of clients. There's lots of demand. Stuff sells before it's even listed. Why am I spending money on marketing? right? That's just a sunk cost. And for whichever one of those reasons that those realtors are pulling back, I think that it creates a huge gap for new realtors and realtors that want to take the next step in their career to come in and fill that void. I'll give my marketing talk, how marketing is like a pump that you're sick of hearing. That's great. Okay. If you've ever gone to an old farmhouse that there's a water pump or maybe a campground where you have to pump your water by hand, we're familiar with this you know, old antique looking pump that you start pumping the handle and there's a lot of action, but nothing really coming out of the pump. You have to put a lot of effort in. And after you prime the pump for a little bit, you start to see water coming out of the engine, rewarded with water. And once that water's coming out, you can just keep a steady rhythm on that pump and it'll keep flowing. And once you stop, water comes out for a little bit, trickles out, and then it eventually stops. And if you leave that pump for hours or days, when you come back to it, there's a huge effort to get it pumping water again. And marketing is a lot like that pump. Okay. When you start marketing, you'll feel like you're putting in this huge effort and not seeing any result. But basically all you're doing is priming the marketing pump at that time. And once you start to get leads and you start to get results from the marketing, as long as you keep feeding, you keep that marketing motion going forward, it's going to keep creating leads for you. And if you ever stop, the leads aren't going to stop instantly. They'll slow to a trickle and then they'll evaporate. But what people think happens is that when you stop pumping, the leads just stop. But really what's happening is that you're falling backwards. You're losing ground. Mm. Okay. So that's the theoretical aspect of how marketing is like a pump. What's happening right now is realtors, established realtors that have been working that marketing pump for years and years and years to get where they're at. They've stopped pumping for whatever reason. Okay. And they're starting to lose ground in the market. They don't notice that they're losing ground in the market because the market's so busy. But eventually, this market will slow. You cannot do 10, 20, 30% a year, year over year, indefinitely. Sooner or later, we will come back to earth. And between this time and that time, if you're a new realtor and you devote yourself to marketing and filling in those gaps that the big guys are Mm. letting slip by, Yep. When the market slows, you're going to be in a prime position to take market share from the big guys. Makes a lot of sense. Wow. Um, So that's really encouraging for a new realtor wanting to start up. 
it's a big opportunity because a lot of times when a new realtor is chasing established realtors, the established realtors have all that marketing in place and have a system in place to keep the marketing going. Yeah. You've got to run twice as fast to make ground on ground on them. Okay. Right. You yeah, can't yeah. just run at the same pace or you're always the same distance behind. Yeah. But right now what's happened is they, they haven't even stopped. They're actually coming back towards you. They're moving away from the finish line mm. to use a racing analogy. And so right now, if you just keep a nice steady pace, you're going to catch them. And in the months to come, you will surpass them and start to reap the benefits of the marketing that they're letting slip through their grubby little fingers right now. Very interesting. Okay. So if I'm a new realtor and I see this opportunity to start paying attention to my marketing, what kind of marketing should I look at be doing? Well, you know, we're biased because we do photo and video. So we think, oh, that's a really good place. If you're going to spend budget, spend it on photos and videos. But if you're new, maybe you don't have budget. So a lot of it is what you're doing on your own at home. And I think there's a huge opportunity for new realtors to get their phone and just go make little videos of their own, whether it's a phone on a tripod or a, a just, you know, selfie style holding it up. And all I would do is I would go and I would sit down on my computer and I would type in whatever your city is and best. So I would say Edmonton's best, Calgary's best, Vancouver's best. Okay. And Google is going to populate what people are searching for. So depending where you, what your market is, it's going to say Edmonton's best, schools, neighborhoods, restaurants, those types of things. And each city you're going to go to, you're going to get a little bit of a different mix. And I would just start working down that list. So if you go and you Google Winnipeg's best and it gives you neighborhoods, somewhere in Winnipeg, there's a map of all the neighborhoods in Winnipeg. And I would go and I'd break them up. And whether there's 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 neighborhoods in Winnipeg, every one of those would be a little video that I would do on my phone. And all you've got to do is read the Wikipedia page or <laughs> read the, uh, the page that the city has on its website about its neighborhoods or that maybe community, community groups have about their neighborhoods. And you're just going to say, hey, this is a great neighborhood for, you know, young people with kids, retirees, commuters, whatever it is. These things don't have to be 20 minutes long. You're not shooting a documentary. You know, at least a minute would be good. But if you can get it to two, three minutes, that's great. And you're just going to title that Winnipeg's Best Neighborhoods, colon, name of the neighborhood. And now in the months and years to come, when people are saying, oh, what's a good neighborhood to move to? If I'm going to move to Winnipeg, I want to live in the best neighborhood. What's the best neighborhood? And you're going to have a whole list of these videos start to come up. Same with restaurants and all the rest. I think the mistake that a lot of realtors make is they make these videos where they say, I'm Paul and I'm a realtor with ABC Realty and I'm going to show you how I write a contract for you. I'm going to show you how to negotiate a deal. And the truth of it is, is that people don't care. That's why I'm hiring the realtor. You go do this. You fill out the form. That's why I pay money. I don't need to know this. I think when people want to move either in a location, so in a, in one part of Regina to another part of Regina, or they're moving out of province on a big move, they don't start with, oh, I'm getting ready to sell my house. I better search for how to write an offer. They search for best neighborhood for commuters, uh, best schools for kids in this city, any of those things that yeah. they're going to work from. Yeah. And you want your name to come up there. I, I don't think I would make a video that revolves around me being a realtor, but I wouldn't hide that I'm a realtor. I would just say, hi, it's Paul with ABC Realty. We're in Regina. And today we're going to walk through whatever this neighborhood is. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. And you'd go and you'd have your five or six bullet points that you want to hit. And then at the end of it, you'd say, well, if you have questions about this neighborhood or you're thinking of buying or selling in Regina, give me a call, put a phone number, an email, whatever it is like that, and have your call to action at the end. But I wouldn't beat people over the head that you're a realtor. 
I like it. So like it can be short and sweet. You could be standing in front of the, uh, the school. You could be standing in front of a park. You could be down a trail. Like there's so much in a neighborhood that people care about in the community that you can show, do a video. And um, I think not to be intimidated by video, just start like as casual as you can with your phone. Um, good audio. If you can kind of figure out the audio thing, then that's important. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, just start doing it and you'll just get better as you do it. Well, and I, I do think that video is the way to go, but if you're just really shy and you just can't get that together, you can't overcome that to make your videos, there's nothing stopping you from writing a little blog post and posting it on your website. It's maybe not something that's as easily shareable as a video, but when people are searching for it, they're going to find it. They're going to see, oh, here's a little write-up about this neighborhood and maybe you'll go with your cell phone and you'll take a few pictures of the, the main things that you talk about in that post. And that's fine if you're not, if you don't feel comfortable on camera, there's other ways that you can go about it. Well, even with the blog post, it gives you an opportunity to kind of research it and, and put it together. And you've almost practiced like verbally what you're going to say. And so now all of a sudden, when you do put the video, the camera in front of yourself, then you're like, oh, okay. Like I researched this. I know it's the top of my head. I can talk about it. That's right. Yeah. And the, I, I think the thing that that does for you is it builds expertise without you having to declare yourself an expert. Okay, because uh, I think a lot of realtors do feel like they, yeah, exactly that. They have to prove that they're a realtor. They have to say, I can do this, I can do this. But you're talking more about showing um, what they can do and not telling? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in storytelling, that's kind of a basic tenet is that you want to show as opposed to tell. And that applies for whether it's written or audio or video. Instead of saying, um, this was a, a tall person that walked into the room, he was taller than anybody else. You would say the man walked into the room and had to duck under the doorway so he didn't hit his head when he came in, mm -hmm. right? That's more powerful for people to read. It's easier for them to consume and it doesn't feel like they're reading a textbook. So if you have videos or blog posts or whatever it is where you say, I'm a realtor, this is realtor information that I'm smart about. See, I'm a smart realtor. <laughs> Call me when you need a smart realtor. It just washes over people. I think that people expect a certain amount of proficiency from a realtor, from a professional, and they just expect that you can do these things. So uh, more interesting than for a person to be just like looking online about a neighborhood. So more interesting that a realtor talks about the neighborhood, the community, and that's more likely somebody will want. So you're providing information, you're providing free value out there. And it's not about you, the realtor, it's about the person consuming it. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of, that's what people like. That's right. And and you're showing that you're an expert. Mm -hmm. You're not standing there beating your chest saying, I'm an expert, I'm smart. You're showing people, hey, this neighborhood's great for these 10 reasons. What other realtor is, has 10 reasons about why every neighborhood in Edmonton is great? Yeah. They don't. So you're, you're able to show that. When we were getting ready to do this podcast, we were looking at different cities and typing, you know, this city's best, whatever, to see what was generated. I don't remember which city it was, but one was this city's best and it spit out pizza. Oh, fun. Right? And <laughs> yeah, we thought, oh, yeah. that's really a good one. <laughs> Especially now when we're not supposed to be going out and interacting maybe so much. We thought this would be a really low-hanging fruit, easy thing for realtors to do is that once a week, you would just order pizza from a different place in town. You're supporting a local business. You get to practice in the comfort of your home, you and the camera. You can do a hundred takes if you need to. And you get to talk about why this pizza is good. Or the, not good. Or not good. <laughs> yeah, just candid, just like exactly like it is. Just have fun with it. That's right. And that we thought that's just a real layup, that one. That would be super, super easy. There's not a lot of research because it's really subjective. I like this one. I don't like this one. Mm -hmm. And 
you can just do it from the comfort of your home. And it's not going to cost you a million bucks. You have a cell phone. I'll just about guarantee you the cell phone you have shoots video and order pizza for 10, 15, 20 bucks. So where am I putting these videos up? I'd put them everywhere I can get them. So the obvious choice is, um, is YouTube. YouTube is the second biggest search engine in the world. Uh, it's owned by Google. And we're seeing more and more crossover that when you search something on Google, if there's an answer on YouTube, you'll be fed that answer. So if somebody went to Google and said, what's the best neighborhood in Winnipeg? And you had videos about that, then they would send them to your YouTube channel. Uh, if you if you're blogging, then of course, then that's, you don't have to worry about submitting it. The search engines will do it for you. But if you have videos, you want to upload them to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, kind of spray them all over the place. What I like about all this is like the realtor putting themselves out there with video is just to be real and create relationship and create rapport. And you, you just show yourself that you're a friendly person. You don't have to say I'm friendly. You look friendly on camera. You look fun on camera. So you don't have to say those things. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I, I think a lot of times that, you know, salespeople will tell you that it's all about, like Val's saying, about relationships. And it's okay if somebody watches the video and they think, oh, I don't like this person talking yeah. about pizza or neighborhoods. That's fine. They can just move on with their life and pick another realtor. And that's okay that not everybody likes you all the time. Sounds good. I And kind of the other thing is a lot of people are more at home right now and they're just looking for stuff online. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, if you are putting content out online, like there's a good chance that more eyes will see it. That just leaves an opportunity for people to see things about their neighborhood that they're proud of that they can easily relate to. Yeah, I was going to say, we do. Like local people like to see local content. That's interesting to them. They're curious about that. So there's that. And then there's the people that want to move to a certain city or area and then they'll be looking for that content as well. So you got that those two audiences. So it's and, great. Well, and a third audience that gets overlooked a lot are people that used to live in that market. And for whatever reason, they've moved away. Mm. And you talk about, yes. oh, this is the best pizza in this city. And this guy says, I grew up in that city. Yeah. You want the best pizza, you go to this place. It's <laughs> great. And you know that he is saying to his friends and family that still live in that city, hey, does that pizza place still exist? I just saw this realtor talking about best pizza. And can you believe they haven't tried this pizza? Right. So you you don't know how many little tendrils your story puts out, how many how many places your video goes and how many people it touches. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing these types of videos, maybe to a lesser degree with the restaurants, but definitely like neighborhoods, schools, those kinds of things, those are videos that are valid for years. Mm. Right. You'll get lots and lots of mileage out of them. You're not going to have to redo those videos every year, or every six months. When you talk about why this neighborhood is a great neighborhood for people with pets in this city, that's a good video for 10 years that people are going to get value from. Yeah, I like that. And that reminds me actually about creating content and like seasonal marketing, I guess, for realtors or basically. Okay, so I'm going to explain this. So realtors know that they have busier seasons and quieter seasons in the spring it's busy for realtors i like especially in canada you know in the cold winter months it's going to be a slower market and in that time is a great time for realtors to create content then especially evergreen content that they can start putting out in in april may june when it is busy season and they don't have time to create that market so yeah just a little note in there to to realize your seasons when you're busy as a realtor and when you can create more content to tie you over in the busier time when you're actually working with clients and you're like, oh, I can't keep up with my marketing. 
Well, yeah, you can because you built a, a little a chest full of, of videos ahead of time. I heard you say evergreen content in there. And for people that are watching that maybe aren't familiar with that, evergreen is content that has a very long shelf life or doesn't go bad. So something that isn't evergreen content would be talking about last night's hockey game because a year from now, people probably don't care about that hockey game. But then when you talk about the best schools in a neighborhood, the odds of all the schools not being there next year with new schools taking their place in different areas is slim to none. So that an evergreen video is something that it will be valid and uh, uh, valuable for a long period of time. So to recap, it's a really hot housing market in a lot of places in Canada right now and probably other places in the world. And it's an and realtors who are who have marketed steadily all along the way and have a lot of business right now, they're just run off their feet. They're busy, busy, busy. So they've likely let marketing fall off, that they're not paying attention to that and they're not keeping steady with it. So this is a great opportunity for new realtors, up and coming realtors who maybe have a little bit of time because they're not busy like the established realtors to focus on marketing and to just start getting that momentum going for themselves. That's right. And that it's easier to catch that competition now. Mm-hmm. because that competition hasn't just stopped, it's actually falling backwards. So the odds of you working for the next, you know, you know, six months to a year and really gaining a huge amount of ground on these established players are very good. If you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with someone else that might feel the same way. And if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and review the podcast. We're Val Lebrecht and Paul Polson, and this has been the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast.